Hi, and welcome to this edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. Our mission here at Fresh Hope for Mental Health is to empower you to live well in spite of your mental health challenge by sharing insights through interviews, practical tools for living well, encouragement and courage for overcoming all from a Christian perspective. And now here's your host, Pastor Brad Hafes. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Fresh Hope for Mental Health. I'm Brad Hayes, your host. Our purpose here on Fresh Hope for Mental Health is to empower you to live a faith-filled, rich, and full life in spite of having a mental health diagnosis. And today I have somebody that I came, I have come to know through being on his podcast, The Lion Within, and his name is Chris Granger, and he's here with me today, and I am so grateful to have you with us, Chris. Oh, Pastor Brad, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on, sir. Yes, well, I think it's important to have you on because I think one of the things we need to hit harder um, is talking about men talking about mental health issues and men talking to other men about it. Uh, Many times uh, women are much more open and uh, willing to talk about it. So we'll get to that in a second. But yes, sir. I, I want to know. I want you to tell the listeners about yourself, and do tell us about where we can get a hold of your podcast and things like that. Oh yes, sir. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, my name is Chris Granger. I live in North Carolina, so uh, I've been doing podcasting here for a couple of years now. But I have an engineering background, and you know that, that's a, that's another story for another podcast, <laughs> probably. But but for most interesting, probably for your listeners. I learned the podcasting uh, business, and then God just laid it on my heart. Said, "Okay, now that you've learned it, I want you to use this skill to glorify me." And He's like, "I want you to to serve Christian men." And you know, if you hear you hear me talking, you can probably just hear my voice. You know, I, I'm a man, but I'm a I'm a three time girl dad, so I, I have a house full of women, and God's telling me, <laughs> "Okay." You need to serve Christian men. So that's like, okay, Lord, you have a sense of humor. So, uh, but I leaned into that. And beginning of this year, we launched uh, The Lion Within Us. And it's a, it's a podcast serving Christian men. We focus on health, wealth, and self, those three areas. And we, we talk a lot about the mind and the body and uh, being better husbands and better dads and our careers and finances. But it's just aimed to, to help men be the leaders they're predestined to be. And we talk topics all over the place but at the end of the day it's really just trying to encourage those christian men to give them hope uh that so often they're just they're not getting from their church if i'm honest Mm. with you pastor brad so Mm -hmm. that that's that's the big thing we have real conversations it's raw it's real i'm not a pastor or or anything like that i am a deacon but i i just have a, a passion for God's word and for for serving others and I'm just prayerful that this conversation today is going to bring a little bit of hope and encouragement to your yes. listeners. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm certain that it will. I'm certain that it will. Uh, so the podcast is Lion Within dot US. Is it? Or yeah, we're, we're kind of we, we try to be a little, a little, little uh, oh I, I like say it funny with, with the yeah. uh, with the website. So it's the Lion Within dot US, and we call it. Uh, dot us so the lion within us uh-huh. uh, yep. and then we you know you can find our podcasting wherever you listen we're, we're out there so it's a weekly 
We drop a spiritual kickoff on Mondays to get guys going for their week. We got a big meat episode we call it on Wednesdays, and then we wrap it up with a fun Friday uh, and just try to give the guys a little bit of uh, encouragement, maybe even a few laughs going into the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a guy and it, it, a man that you don't even have to have a mental health diagnosis because it's not really about mental health, it's that's probably a piece of what you cover but it's more holistic and uh i would encourage the guys to check it out and uh maybe your uh girlfriend or a wife listening today and i would encourage you to pass it along to them see if they like it you know lots of people listen to the podcast when they're running or they're doing something else or exercising or whatever so uh, check it out chris is a he's the real deal and um, I think he's got a real call in his life to help men uh, be more who they are in Christ as opposed to what the world says. Um, Amen. And we, and actually, we have a lot of our listeners, Pastor Brad, are actually women who want to connect better with their husbands. I've had sure. several reach oh, out and yeah. say, you know, we listen to the line within us so that we can uh, you know, have better yeah. conversations with, with our husbands. So uh, there yeah. you go. Just, just something to think about. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, do you think there's a kind of a crisis in our society regarding men? Do you, do you I mean, think there's some kind of crisis going on? I mean, absolutely. I think there's part of the crisis and specifically where I work with the most is the crisis within the church uh, regarding men. And, mm. and it's not, design in many ways from a masculine standpoint you know mm -hmm. men like to serve we want to get get our hands dirty we want to you know bootstrap do things uh, yep. be side by side and versus a you know the, the church services just quite frankly sometimes it's, it's tough to to appeal to the men to want to come be part of that you know they don't want to sit down for mm -hmm. an hour much less sit down and sing songs that don't resonate with them and hear a message that this just maybe mm -hmm. it just doesn't doesn't speak to them directly mm -hmm. and quite often we use it again it's why we call it the lion within us it's all about the lamb of god versus the lion of judah we got to remember jesus was fully lion fully lamb and fully lion so we, yes and that just gets so i think that's what we're missing guys and that's creating this issue you know fatherlessness is an issue you know people talk about toxic masculinity is an issue all these things but at the end of the day we just need Christian men to stand up and be men. And yes. that and that has a there's nothing toxic toxic about that. We just need guys to understand what that looks like. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of focus on femininity in our society and masculinity is real too. And it seems like when we correct things in our culture, we always overcorrect and then it becomes another problem. And uh, I suppose the Lord allows those things so that we have to be more dependent on him. You know, if it was too stable, we would have too much that we can trust and not need to turn to him. But um, specifically, tell me about your journey with your own mental health. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I didn't have any really issues until my oldest daughter and she was we were we were it was my previous marriage we were we got pregnant and all of a sudden i started having some issues with anxiety and panic attacks and it got to be pretty bad i had to go to the to the hospital a couple of times and 
start then I started working with a uh, you know a, a local therapist and 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 develop some tools to to understand what was going on with my body and just understand it's just you know wasn't going crazy and all those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and then so I was able to you know once we we had her her name was Chloe so once Chloe entered the world a lot of that went away mm-hmm. and it's uh I was able to for the last ten years well she's be twelve this year so come up twelve years really manage it well until probably. Six or eight months ago, when I really wanted to start the line with Dennis, and that started getting attacked again. Panic, panic attacks were coming, but this time I really feel it was more of a spiritual attack. Sure. Know, where Satan did not want, <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. did not want the line with Dennis to, to get off the ground. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I've learned through that. I've, I've grown through that as well. I, I still work with the therapist. He's, he's phenomenal. He, he, he challenges me as a man, but also. Uh, there's that good line of grace too. So I've learned some tools from him and good. just be, to be honest from a lot of the guests, including you, Pastor Brad, of, of, of ideas on ways to, to work through some of these things as a man. And it's just, it's been a blessing. So, I mean, I know Satan is trying to, to, to throw everything he, he can, but I just feel like there's, there's so much I've learned to grow. And that's what I'm trying to, to bring to our listeners and hopefully your listeners today, just that little bit of hope. That, that we can, you know, move past. You can. Yes, absolutely. I always say I'm living proof that there's hope. <laughs> <Yes> <laughs> My sir. life yes, is sir. a story of proof that God is able to do all things. Um, Chris, I know it's difficult to describe, but can you describe for us what the panic attack feels like? What physiologically happens as well as what kind of thinking goes on during that time? Absolutely, it's it's not it's it is hard to describe, but in some ways it's not. So for me, it's it's definitely physical. It it's a restlessness feeling. Uh, the definitely the, the the fight or flight hits mm-hmm. hard, mm-hmm. and it's hard for me, you know, when that when that those moments come in to, to sit still. Uh, oftentimes, I I just got to get up uh, and, and get moving. A lot of times they happen more in the nighttime, uh, so I find that you know I got to get up, just get out of bed, and mm. it's not like a, a uh, doesn't feel like I'm having a heart attack or anything like that. I definitely have a heart racing. I feel like my temperature of my of my face actually gets hotter, so it's it's weird. I'll, sure, I don't necessarily sweat, but sometimes I can feel feel you know like my ears would get red, but yep. it's not sweating. So it's it's and so those are all triggers and they are all, or not triggers. They definitely tell their tales of what's going on. And, um, and then from a mind standpoint, you just can't shut it down. And it's feel like it's, you know, it's not really negative thoughts. It's just, you just can't, they're just racing, just racing thoughts. And do you so, do those thoughts lead you to feel like you can't accomplish what, you know, or that you're insufficient or that you're, Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, all and, negative distortions. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, you know, a lot of people make mental health issues all about spiritual. You know, it's demonic. Mm-hmm. It's this, it's that. My psychiatrist says uh, Satan is involved with all illness and brokenness, you mm-hmm. know, and all he has to see is that physically your brain is inclined to do this, and all he has to do is see that and then. Um, he doesn't know what you're thinking, but he sees what's going on, or the the enemy, uh, you know, his his uh, 
the powers and the domain above us in the demonic realm see that and then attack us with even more. So it's like they they tag team onto physical problems as well as, and I think with anxiety and panic, I I hear from people over and over that they feel as though they cannot do what they need to do. It it shuts them down. It keeps them from believing that they can do it. Right. 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 Yes, sir. Very much. So. I mean, you just you just have that negative, you know, over and over and over in your brain, just telling yeah. you. Just holding you back. Yeah. Uh, do you know when they're coming? No, it's and that's the crazy part. It's, it's got, there's no significant triggers or anything like that. It's just uh, you know, it's just they're just all of a sudden it's just a, a an unease, and it could be you know the, the stress of what's coming up. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Thing. Yeah, because as you were saying when you were starting the line within that. Mm-hmm. Um, you started having them again. And sometimes it is stress. I think so much of mental health stuff can be if we manage our stress differently or um, realize at least where we're at stress-wise, it, right. it can help, right? right. Um, so tell me about some of the ways that you and your counselor have come up with managing some of this. Yeah, I mean, we, we really we worked on a lot of different things. So he's worked on you know, a therapy where it's 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 like I forget what it's called, active rapid therapy. You're moving your eyes mm-hmm. from side to side. Rapid right? eye movement. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So we we're, we do some of those types of things, but some of it he we've just worked through. Number one, just acknowledging that you're having you know an mm-hmm. attack, just and just you know just lean into that and just recognizing that you know what it's only temporary it's not mm-hmm. it's not gonna yes. last and then and just and then for me i used to really try to hide it from my wife and okay you know we we talked about that and i talked about it with her so now i don't hide it from her i'll actually i'll wake her up I'm like you know what I'm, I'm i'm dealing with something right now uh and she's she's a type of proverbs 31 woman where she wakes up she's like all right we're gonna pray right now so we'll, we'll pray and then mm-hmm. she'll, then she'll like, you want me to sit up with you, or, 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 you know, are you okay? And depending on where I'm at, I may say, you know what, just, just roll over. I'm just going to work on something, and or she may sit with me, just depending. But it's just, sure. you know, we have that. I'm not ashamed of it. You know, right, and, right, right. Yeah, so, but <laughs> boy, it would be. It's easy to slip into, you know, what's wrong with me? I don't have enough faith, or I'm not, right. you know, I'm not godly enough, or what? And and it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with a brain that's misfiring. You right. Know? Or or as guys, I, I'm a guy. I'm a man. I can just man through. You know, I should be able to push through this, yeah. right? What is you know? They don't. Yeah. Nothing. You know, we're supposed to always have it together. So I'm just not ashamed anymore. And then one, a couple of tools that I've really learned are some really interesting breathing techniques. So I'd be glad to talk about if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's been very helpful yep. uh, to, to to really, from a physical standpoint, dial things back in. And then as well as you know, scripture, I could definitely could talk about that. Oh that yeah, uh, uh, 
I'm trying to think of her name now. I can't think of her name, but she talks about confessing scriptures out loud. And, um, you know, out loud is really important because then your ears hear it. It's like a double thing. You're thinking it and your ears hear it and feed it to the brain, Uh, you know, and so it's a double thing when you declare scriptures. Yeah. Right. There's also tapping techniques and grounding techniques, and um, yeah, what you're talking about is cognitive behavioral health kinds of things, and uh, or I may have that wrong, but I, you know I'm not the therapist; I'm a pastor. So, but um, the the issue of understanding this from a physiological point of view is so important. There is nothing to be ashamed of. If you had a problem with your liver or you had problems with your kidneys or your heart or you had cancer, you wouldn't be ashamed of it. You would say what was going on, right? That's right. And, you know, so guys, especially those of you who are listening, don't be afraid to to acknowledge what's going on, you know. Um, yeah. You are not inadequate. Um, the enemy wins when we don't tell what's going on. Right. Our secrets Absolutely. keep us sick at that point. Yeah. Our pride keeps us sick. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. So um, what would you say to men who struggle with mental health issues? What would you say to them today? What would you want them to know? Well, the first thing I want you to the guys know is that you're not alone. And so many yeah. guys, particularly since the pandemic, we're in isolation, mm-hmm. and we're, we're and it's 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 tough. So you're not alone. And and what you need to really do is is start having a band of brothers, you know, that you, that you can confide in. That's why I call it the lion's den. I mean, I mean, the, the scripture tells us, you know, we are not designed to be able to to, to be isolated. Mm-hmm. And we are. Mm-hmm. We we need people, and we need to be very intentional about being with other people. So I, I mean, for for me, building a strong men's group that's of of not just yes men, but actual guys that will challenge us and help us grow. Yep. And that you can do the same thing. So I, I I often talk about you know let's we need to find a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy. Yep. And we need to have each one of those each in our life, and then we also need to be that in somebody else's life. And, yes. And just, you know, be, be intentional about that because you need to always be, you know, growing, learning and sharing and, and helping someone else grow. And, and it, so I just think community is so important. That's mm-hmm. why I love what you're doing, you know, fresh hope because that's what it's all about. And so that's, that's, that's my message guys. You're not alone. Find a community, find a group of men that, 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 that you can trust in that's going to help mm-hmm. you grow. And from there, Put on that armor of God and, yep. and understand that it's, you know we we can fight we are, we can definitely win the battle. Uh, we just need to we just need that support. Yeah, and since I did your podcast and talked with you, I really am committed. Um, haven't been able to take any steps to make it happen yet, but it will become a goal of ours to have some fresh hope groups that are for men. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. You know and. As we have, I believe, some that are just for women, but some online groups for men, because I think sometimes it's hard to find locally what you need also. 
And mm -hmm. um, so I do want to talk about that offline sometime with you and uh, really explore those possibilities with you. But absolutely. Um, what would you say to a woman? You know, um, I've never been a man's man. I'm, I've always been odd man out. I, I'm a creative person. And so I, you know, I tried playing football. I tried doing the guy thing, but I was in band and I had a hiatal hernia. That was my excuse for not playing football. But, you right. know, I, I, I'm not all into sports and all that, but men, most men are, most men are, or many are. So, when women look at men, sometimes it's hard to get, you know, they feel like they're hitting a brick wall when they want to share, I'm concerned about your mental health, or I'm concerned about this, or I'm concerned about that. What would you say to, for instance, a, a, a woman today that might be listening who has a husband that's not doing well, she knows he's not doing well, he needs to address something, especially with his mental health. How could she approach that? Well, I think you have to approach it with grace first and foremost. You need to understand, you know, where he's at. You know, you understand. Uh, I think as a man, for me, just knowing my that I can go to my wife without judgment is really big. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna have any judgment. It's the judgment-free zone, right? We're gonna be able to just talk yep. about this yep. and be able to help each other, and 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 then just just lean in and understand. You know, you know, so many times guys particularly from a mental health standpoint, we're just struggling with insecurity, you know, so many, so yeah. many times. And, and so, it will make us even feel more insecure if our wife tells us you have this and you're not dealing with it. Oh boy. Right. I tell you what, that'll make me feel insecure. And when I feel insecure, I'm going to become extremely defensive. <laughs> right. Right. And I don't know what your husband's, uh, you know, love languages are a lot of guys. Words of affirmation are important. We want to hear. It. I mean, we just want to hear wives to say Hercules, Hercules, right? We just, mm -hmm. want, to, we just want to know. We want to, to feel like we're adequate and that we're the you know, as a man we're supposed to protect and provide. And I think if you have a husband that's struggling with with, with any mental health, the still he needs to hear from you that he's a good provider, that he's a good protector, that you trust him, that that you know you can count on him that you're here for him, you know, he's struggling, but just those affirmations, th those types of words coming from the, the, the woman that you pledged your life to, you know, to, to walk through this life with in the, in the covenant of marriage, that is powerful. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just think there's so much, I, I talk mm -hmm. about the, the power of the tongue. So, so ladies, you can either build your man up and help him through this, or you can really make it a tough, tough for him to, to push through. So I would encourage you, to, to be that encouragement to, to him because your words have so much power. Yes, they do. And um, I can't remember, there's, there's a teaching that I ran across from one of my pastor friends where he talks about what um, Paul talks about in Ephesians, that uh, the Lord washes over his bride with words. Mm -hmm. And that's what our wives need from us. They need to hear how much we love them, how beautiful they are, how, how you know, just to cover them with, with our verbal uh, words. And what happens is men shut up. And instead, the wife uses words, and um, what the man needs is respect and honor 
and the wife many times tells him where he's wrong. And mm-hmm. so it's a pattern I've seen pastorally. Uh, 38 years, I can't tell you how many hours I've spent with couples in counseling, pastoral counseling. And, mm-hmm. you know, the bottom line there is that we're giving each other the opposite things of what we need many times. And what my wife gave me when I was diagnosed, she said, I, I know who you are separate of this. So I, I want you to be who you are because that's who I love. And right. uh, let's be against bipolar together, right. bipolar disorder together. It, kind of like your wife is really saying, I understand. It's, it's a panic attack. I'm not going to judge you for it. I want to help you. So, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we men think that strength means that you never admit that you have a problem or you don't admit your weaknesses. And yet Paul says, when I am weak, then the right. Jesus is strong. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I've never been one to think I was too strong, except for... I have very strong jaws. I exercise them with overeating all the time. <laughs> I always say I'm outliving my teeth or I'm out chewing my teeth. Um, yeah. So uh, kind of my last question for you is this. What okay. would you say to someone going through a really dark, hellish spot right now in their lives? You know, I, I would just... I would just say lean lean on the Lord. You, you know, open, go go to God's Word. Understand that you know what we have the power that you you can overcome. We are meant to be victorious, and the power of Christ, the the lion within us, it, it's it's real. We have that Holy Spirit, and you know, obviously find the help, find the community. As I talked to you earlier, uh, because that that is where it's going to yeah. be. We're, we're not we're not going to win alone, but we as Christians. We are never alone, so we, we have that that we can, can can lean on and understand. And for the for the married couples, you know, that are going through something that maybe that are listening right now, the biggest thing that improvement that, or definitely powerful thing that me and my wife do every day, pray together. Yes. And I, I ask her every night, and the question, guys, here this question: How can I pray for you? And and then mm. listen, and then yep. she, and now my wife has flipped it on me. As soon as I finish praying, she wants to know how she can pray for me. And that has just provided so much hope and encouragement to us. So that would be my, my words to you. Don't forget, you know, there's power in prayer. There's power in couples coming together. And, and through that prayer, the Holy Spirit will open up the, that insight to the answers and the hope that you're looking for. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so powerful to pray for one another. That's, absolutely. It's so powerful. Or, and you, it brings your it brings your 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 relationship to a whole new level, Pastor. Absolutely, level, Pastor, you know, because now I know what what stresses she has in her life, what she's got going. Yep, this is yep. not just sitting, you know. Everybody's, you know, you can have surface level conversations, but when you start asking, "How can I pray for you?" that gets deep, and that as a husband and wife, that connection has got to be strong. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I could tell you about, very briefly, I will, I had a pastor friend that taught my wife and I how to speak Scripture over one another. 
So uh, we took turns. Every other night, it was her speaking over me, me speaking over her on the next night, and then we would pray for each other. And that the person receiving the scriptures, or you know, for instance, if it was my wife uh, declaring scriptures over me, got to ask their spouse to do whatever they wanted them to do, like rub my feet for a half hour, would you? <laughs> and right, you couldn't right. say no. You couldn't right. say no. And uh, man, I'm telling you what, that was a great season. That was so fun, you know. That, that but sounds wonderful. finding the time to do it is always the hard part for couples right. with kids. Well, I really appreciate you being with us today. I have a feeling we'll talk again. And folks, I really want to check you. Uh, I really want you to check out the line within dot us, and uh, Chris is doing some good things, and we want to help him get the word out about this, and um, be watching for some groups coming that are just for men through Fresh Hope, um, or we'll do them with Chris, or uh, somehow we'll figure it out, but we'll be. Um, looking more into what the Lord may have in store for that. Um, would you mind praying for our listeners, Chris? Absolutely, Pastor Brad. Lord, I just thank you for this time we've, we've been able to have together and for Pastor Brad and everything. Fresh up, they're, they're trying to, the way they're trying to serve people, the way that they are making an impact for the kingdom. I just pray, Lord, that whoever's listening to this, man or woman, if they're, they're struggling right now, I pray you give them the encouragement to, to raise their hand. And, and to reach out and, and understand that people like Pastor Brad and, and the, the resources that here at Fresh Hope, that they're there to serve them because uh, they love them. And we're called to, to love God and love others. Lord. Yes. So I just, just pray, I just pray blessings for each year that's listening to this. Just thank you for, for, for that person that speak blessings into their life and just pray that you just continue to just guide and direct me and Pastor Brad and, and, and everyone else uh, in our path. And it's in Jesus' yes, name we pray. Amen. 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 Chris, thank you so much for being vulnerable um, and sharing with us today. And uh, thanks so much for being faithful to what the Lord's calling you to do. Yes, and, sir. Absolutely. It was an honor. Well, great. And folks, I please be sure and check out the lionwithin.us. And I think you'll find uh, some tremendous help there especially you guys, um, wives too, of course. So that's it for this edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. I'm, I'm certain that it will be helpful and is helpful. We'd really like to hear from you. Um, I love to hear from you, your ideas, questions you have, uh, maybe future interviews that you'd like to hear. And so if you'd email me at pastorbrad at freshhope.us, that would be great. Or you call us. Um, it's all on freshhope.us. And of course, we're on social media and we're all over the place on videos and resources and groups and all kinds of things. And um, if you're wondering about something and you don't see it or can't find it, just email us at info at freshhope.us. And if you do me a favor, if you're listening to this on iTunes, would you leave a review of this podcast? It helps others find us on um, iTunes, and it just helps get the word out to others. Be sure and tell your friends about the program. And um, I want you to know that there is hope. There is a way forward, and 
God can take everything you're going through and make it for your good. And so between now and the next time, may the Lord fill you with his hope, fresh and new daily. I'm Brad Hafes, and this has been another edition of Fresh Hope for Mental Health. You've been listening to Fresh Hope for Mental Health. If you have an opportunity, please review, share, and subscribe to the Fresh Hope for Mental Health podcast on iTunes or on the service that you use. We encourage you to share our podcast on social media with your friends and family. Previous podcasts of Fresh Hope for Mental Health can be found at freshhopeformentalhealth.com, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. Fresh Hope is one of the leading networks of faith-based peer support groups internationally. For more information about Fresh Hope, go to freshhope.us.